All right, welcome and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Jane Irrigation Training Series. And today we're going to be talking about using mobile applications to accelerate spring startups. And why I think this is so important and the real benefit for all of you is, is number one, I really think everybody should be doing a spring startup. But I think what we find is that uh, people know about them. They have a pretty good idea of how to do one, but it's something that it just doesn't get done. But what you do on your spring startup uh, is so important because it affects the rest of your year and how much water you're saving and, and uh, time that you're spending dealing with maintenance issues on your irrigation system. So really a great subject. I'm excited to get started with that. And uh, taking us through this today is DJ Caldwell. And if you've seen some of uh, DJ's other webinars, you know, he's great at communicating and teaching uh, in a way that is uh, very easy to understand. You know, he's a regional sales manager at uh, Jane. And uh, the other thing I like about DJ a lot is he's worked in the contracting business. He's worked uh, as a distributor and now working for a manufacturer. He really understands all facets of the business and, uh, and, and is, um, as a result is really able to uh, help his customers now. And this is the other thing that uh, I think we all get a huge benefit from DJ on is he really does care about customers and the customer experience. You know, he's on top of any issues that come up. He's always the first to respond to an issue. I know any of you, if you're out there and you're a customer of DJ, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Nothing gets by him, nothing gets delayed. So uh, DJ, thank you for joining us today and, and putting this on. And um, uh, how are you doing today? Doing good. Thank you for the kind words, Richard. So we're talking about spring startups. Is it time to, I mean, <laughs> you're in Colorado. Is it time to do a spring startup or are we still a little early? Uh, a lot of guys are starting to, um, especially with the weather that we're having. I mean, we're supposed to hit almost 80 on Sunday. Uh, so we'll start seeing uh, guys go through and uh, turn on the water, get the systems fired up, uh, do their full checks, and then you know, shut it back down for, for a little bit longer. Um, so that way they don't, they're not starting watering right away, but they are able to get through and do all their inspections and uh, make any repairs that are needed before it is time to start watering. Yeah, because actually, you know, middle to the end of March, this might be a time that you would actually have some snow on the ground still. Is that right? Yeah, uh, not this year uh, so far, but, you know, I, I do expect that we'll get, get one more snow um, you know, it's going to tease us with spring a little bit and then give us one more good snow before we finally get out of that season. Besides December, so really calendar year 22, have you ever had, have you had much snow on the ground there at all? Uh, yeah, we did. Um, you know, January, February, it was, it was a pretty, those two months were really snowy. Uh, March wasn't too bad. It wasn't, uh, you know, terrible. I'm sure if you're doing a snow removal contractor, you'd probably disagree with that statement that I just said that it wasn't terrible. Um, but I know it's been enough to keep guys busy and, you know, really help help our water situation so far. Yeah, great. So DJ, um, let's uh, switch to the uh, spring startup and help me out. What is a spring startup? Why should we be doing it? Yeah, so spring startup, um, as you mentioned, it, it's a very important part of the of the season to really get going. Uh, this is where you, you know, you turn on your, your system for the first time um, and you, you really should be going through it um, zone by zone, really even head by head, uh, just to make sure that there are no leaks, uh, broken heads from snow removal. If you're in a, 
uh, you know, Colorado or somewhere else, we do that. Um, you know, and even if you're in, you know, Southern California, like, like you are, Richard, you're not using your, your system as much as you, as you normally would during the winter months. So it's, it's even great to run through and just make sure that you're catching any potential issues out there before you really get going for the season. Yeah, and that's a really good point, uh, DJ, is, um, you know, when I lived in the Pacific Northwest, you know, we blew out our systems. You had an official end of the season and an official start. But in Southern California, where I am now, there's no start and you know stop and uh, and start. It is uh, it is uh, 365 really for a lot of people. So even if you haven't shut down your system, should you still do a spring uh, startup? I think so. I mean, it, it's a one time a year. It doesn't necessarily need to be in the spring. Um, we call it that because all the the territories that do shut down and blow out their systems. But one time a year, um, you know, really should be a, a more in-depth. I mean, ideally, we want to see uh, people doing, you know, site walks and wet checks throughout their, their system on a regular basis. Um, but I think it's important to, you know, once or twice a year, do a full walk, you know, walk the whole main line, um, make sure you don't have any valve box lids that are floating and stuff like that. Just, just really kind of do a, a much more in-depth inspection. Yeah, you know, I see these uh, some of these water management contractors today that uh, this is all they do, right? They sign a contract uh, and say, I'll come by once a month and do the spring uh, spring startup or really the spring checkup, but on a monthly basis. And what's interesting to me is uh, they're always busy. Even when they're visiting once a month, there's always issues so uh, that, that can be fixed. And I think about people who don't ever do this, they're having issues for years and what a waste of water that is. So uh, glad you're doing this today. All right, let's see here. So first we're really gonna be talking Richard about you know, using the, the Jane Unity mobile site um, you know, for your spring startup. Um, I'm also gonna give some tips you know, throughout the, the whole season as you're, as you're running through the, the system. Um, so we'll kind of go ahead and just get started here. Yeah, that'd be great. So, so DJ, just uh, help me out here. You're going to talk about ways that the mobile application for Jane Unity can help you do your spring startup. But even if you don't have the mobile application, what you're talking about is going to apply, right? Definitely, yeah. So there, um, it's going to be a heavy use on on what the mobile features are. Um, but you know, really, you can use it uh, in the same manner if you go to the controller and start the zones as you're walking. Um, this is just going to, you know, show ways to, to speed it up and, you know, really save labor uh, on, at the same time. Right. So I don't have to, uh, <laughs> I don't have to be on my cell phone out in the field talking to my partner that's at the controller <laughs> on the phone <laughs> saying, okay, turn on number one now. Can you turn it on again? That type of thing. Correct. Yeah. You, you eliminate really, you know, having two guys on site. Um, a lot of times, you know, if you're walking back and forth from a controller, you're having to start it for five minutes instead of two minutes. Um, you know, little things like that that can can be a, a kind of a, a time suck, if you will, um, just because you know you don't you don't have the the technology in your hands. Right, and just like I said, it was two of us doing it before. Now I can just do it with my phone by myself, and uh, I have just uh, helped my labor situation a lot. Yep. No, exactly. All right. So um, first, when you have the a Jane Unity account, uh, you also have access to our, our mobile version. 
um, which it's a fairly simple site. Uh, just imagine that your your screen is is your your phone screen. Um, so it does look a little bit more compact when you're actually looking at it on your phone. Uh, but when you first log in, this is the the screen you're going to see. It's going to give you a list of all the sites. Uh, the login I'm using today, it only has this one, but if you had 20 different sites, they'd all be listed uh, going down and you can scroll down to find the site that you are looking for. Yeah, and so um, this, is, this is an important point, right? Uh, the, the Jane Mobile site is different than the one that you would go to on your desktop. Correct, yes. So this is the, the mobile-friendly version. I think that's the, the terminology we use, um, is mobile-friendly. Um, so you can you know hop on, you can use this. Uh, directly from your phone and you know it that that's what it's really designed for okay great yeah that helps so um it's uh jane unity mobile right correct yes um and if if you have any questions we can uh email you out all the links for for the two different sites later if, uh if needed okay all right great thank you so yeah so today we'll be looking at a site uh demo units these are all at our office in fresno um, but we'll, we'll be using this site. There's a total of four controllers on it. So once I click into the site, it brings me up into what, you know, what I kind of call the, the dashboard. This is really the home base where you run everything through. Um, so as you can see, there, there's a number of different things that you can do. Um, kind of looks a little, little daunting at first, a lot of, a lot of different information. Um, so hopefully we'll kind of break that down uh, of, of what each one means and then how it, how you would use it when you are doing a, a spring startup. So the first one that we'll kind of talk about is going to be the smart controller status. This is the, the first one on the screen here. Um, so this feature, it's really to, designed to tell you, you know, what your controller is doing. Um, so watch you click into here. It gives you some really basic information. So you can see the last time it connected, what your signal strength is. Um, if it's watered recently, when that happened, when the next expected watering is set to happen, and that's on a controller as a whole. So uh, you can dive down and you can see zone by zone um, in, in other screens, but this is just a general overall snapshot of, of what's happening on your controllers. Um, but let's say we wanted to get a more updated version, uh, so we want to see exactly what the controller is doing right now. So we've got these two little arrows that are kind of spinning in a circle, so if we actually tap those, um, it'll, it will reach out and do a communication um, and then we'll get the, the information for exactly what's going on on that controller. Um, just kind of a, a disclaimer, uh, these are all screenshots. So it, the actual communication does take a little bit longer through all these steps, um, being it, that, it, that it is cellular based. Uh, so if your, your screen doesn't react as quickly as, as mine is right now, don't, don't be frustrated. That's, that's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, that, um, that's, that's a good heads up on that. Thank you. Um, so when we're looking at the controller status after asking what it's doing right now, um, you can see it's right now this controller is saying that it is idle. Uh, we don't have a flow sensor. There's a bunch of different information. Uh, if the controller is running, we'll actually show you uh, milliamps of the, the master valve, the, the valve that's running. Um, and those can both be uh, very important to determine if we've got a short short circuit on the, the system or, um, you know, if we are using flow, uh, you can see what the actual flow is versus the learn flow. Uh, so you can actually see if there is a, a leak. Um, I'll show you an example of, of what it looks like when something is running uh, here in just a little bit. And DJ, I just want to remind everybody that I've got both the uh, Q&A 
and the chat open. So if you have questions, put them in there. And um, as we've done on the past few webinars, you know, we're given some uh, nice uh, Jane t-shirts and stuff for people to ask uh, good questions. So uh, anyway, put them in there and I'll give them to DJ. Awesome. So yeah, so now we come back to our home screen. Uh, you'll probably see this slide quite a few times as we go through, um, as we're transitioning back and forth uh, between everything. But it, I, I think it's kind of the best way to show what all the, these different features are. Um, the next one we'll go into is this watering schedule. Um, this one I think is, is important to look at uh, when you're starting up uh, to really get an idea of, of, of where, where your water where the available water in your water bucket actually is when you're starting up your system. Um, so if it, you haven't had any moisture for a couple of weeks, it might need to, you know, or might want to start watering right away. Um, but if you've had some, some decent moisture, uh, it may want to hold off for a little bit. So I think this is important to look at. Uh, so once we click in, uh, we actually pick which controller we want to look at. Uh, so today we'll be using this Fresno 4G uh, smart box with that. This is going to be the examples we'll look at throughout uh, all the slides here. So we'll click into there and now it gives me a, a schedule of, of what's going to water as of uh, within the last hour. Um, so obviously this can change as the weather changes, uh, but it gives me a really good idea. Uh, so you can see this morning we did have some zones run. Um, we only had four zones run today. Um, and then we'll, we'll kick over and we'll start seeing some, some things start running again on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, you can actually scroll over and you can see further into the week. So we actually give you about seven days uh, worth of schedules that are generated. Uh, it is important to remember that these can change um, with the weather um, and every different communication that the, that the controller does make. Yeah, so DJ, how often do they do these calculations on the weather? So the calculations are done uh, pretty much on an hourly basis. I think technically it's 26 times per day. Um, so if you logged in every hour, uh, you, you could potentially see your schedules change as, you know, as, as the, as the weather changes, you know, I always use the, the example of a rogue rainstorm here in Colorado that no one predicted that could come in and, uh, drop a bunch of water and completely change your, your outlook on what, what you're going to water. And, you know, I saw some data on this, how important it was to check. We're checking 24 times a day instead of just once. And the difference that makes in water savings is just amazing. You know, in some days it's as much as I've seen on, on some past history reports, as much as 80% difference. That that doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's, I mean, it, it really is, the power is, is in the data um, when it comes to all this. And so the more data you can have, the more accurate you're gonna be. Yeah, and so these are screenshots from the mobile app. And when it says like a number four here, number eight, that's what zone we're looking at and uh, and when it uh, when it fired and for how long. Correct, yes. So if we look at the 28th, um, it's 6 a.m. We're gonna water station number four and station number eight simultaneously uh, for 16 minutes. And then at 6.16, we're gonna jump over to zone number five. Whereas on the 29th, we're gonna start at 2 a.m. Uh, instead of 6 a.m. Okay, all right, great, easy. Yeah, pretty quick and easy. Um, you know, I, I think it's a great way to, to look at it. And it's not even uh, just spring startups that you can use that. I mean, when anytime you're on site, you can use a lot of these features uh, to see kind of what you're looking at. 
Uh, next one is this flag zones. I'm going to go ahead and skip over that for right now. Uh, we'll come back to that a little bit later. Um, and then we'll jump down to this alerts. Um, alerts is a very important piece of information uh, that that I recommend everybody uses, you know, startups, anytime you're going to do a wet check, anything along those lines, because it tells you if the, you've had any issues with your system. Have you had a, a shorted valve? Uh, if you're using a flow sensor, is there a high flow? You know, we'll be able to give you all that information. Um, so once you click into the alerts, this one doesn't have any, um, but it would list all those alerts out for this specific site. So you can narrow it down and look at it. Um, specifically when you're on site, if you're, if you know, you have to go to controller number two zone 16, cause it's reporting a short, you know, it gives you that right there on your phone. So you can go take a look at it. DJ, one time I heard a customer say, I don't even look at my alerts anymore. Cause I get so many of them. What, uh, what is going on there when they say that? So it, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, they're going to get an alert for every single zone that, that has an open circuit or, you know, if they get a, a widespread rainstorm that comes through, they're going to get alerts for every rain sensor that is tripped and dried out. So there, there is a lot of there is a lot of them that is sent out via email, um, which is one of the reasons why I think it's really great we put this in the uh, in the mobile app. So you know, even if you aren't looking at the uh, alert emails um, every time they come through, it's right there on your phone every time you do you do come on site. It's an alert for a reason. <laughs> Better look at it. Exactly. It's it's important to look at, but it, I I get it as a previous contractor getting a couple hundred of them in in a night. It, it's kind of easy to to gloss over one or two. <laughs> so next is one All of my right. favorites. That's the manual watering, right? This is where I can really start to take a look at and inspect my system. Yep. So we have two different options: manual watering and wet check. I'll go through them each one by one. Um, so we'll go ahead and start with the manual watering. Uh, once you click in, obviously you will have to choose which controller you want you want to water. Um, so once you choose that, uh, then it brings you into this screen. And so we give you basically three different options here. Um, one of the, the nice features that, that I like that we added is this stop manual watering. So if you start it from the controller and you're walking the site and you're you know, a couple hundred yards from the controller, you don't have to run back to, to stop it. Um, you can stop any, any manual watering right from here, um, whether you started it from your phone or from the controller, it'll, it'll stop it. And so you can move forward or, um, you know, stop it and restart in a different area. Uh, so I think that's a really great, great addition that we added in here. Uh, next is the water all zones. Um, so this is a change from, from last season. Uh, we had a, a number of people that made recommendations on how to make uh, these features better. Um, and we we listen, so that is one of the great things. So if you, so now if you click click this water all zones, that's going to do exactly what it says. We're going to water every single zone that is on that controller. Uh, so we allow you to choose your your duration. So we'll leave it here at five minutes. Then once we hit start watering, it goes through and it's going to start watering uh, the zones in order. Uh, and over here we give you a a time that each zone is going to turn on, uh, so you can kind of keep an eye on it. Uh, you know, as you're going through here. So on this screen, uh, DJ, it says stop watering. Let's see, I get into uh, zone four on my walk and I see, wow, I've got a big issue that I need to take care of right away. I guess I could flag it or just take care of it before I did the rest of my walk. But I hit stop watering then and it would stop the whole uh, process. 
Correct. If you if you are doing manual watering and you stop it, it stops everything. So if you're on zone one and you you hit stop watering, it's not going to let anything further down the line to to react to turn back on and, and continue watering. Yeah. Okay. So then we also had the the check status button here. Um, so this is where we did it earlier, but now we can get a little bit more information. Um, as the zone is watering. So you can see that, you know, we are manual watering instead of idle as it was before. Uh, station number one is currently uh, activated. Uh, we basically have no current on our master valve. This would tell me we don't have one. And then we have a good current, you know, on our, our flows on our station valve. Um, so, you know, everything checks out, uh, you know, there. Uh, and then, you know, we don't have a flow sensor don't have a rain sensor. So this is all the, the important information that, that we are giving you um, as, as you check status. So you can do this for the for each zone as you're going, um, if you want to check your, your, your current or anything else, or, or even flow if you have one installed. That's a lot of information to get on your handheld. That's it really great. is. You know, it give, gives you a, a lot of, a lot of data, um, you know, and, and you know, really, it's it's everything that, that you can use to to better operate your system or better maintain your system uh, if if needed. So the next option, uh, this is the way it it ran uh, last year on Unity Mobile is the the water the select station. So you can choose up to eight zones. Um, you can see I've gone through and I've selected the eight that I want to water. Um, I hit continue with these eight zones and now it brings me into a screen where I can choose uh, how long I want all the zones to run or uh, individually. So if I had this for five minutes, but I wanted zone one to run for three minutes, I could make that change with this drop down here. Um, and then once I hit start watering, we go right back into that very similar looking view where it gives us the time that each zone is going to turn on along with the countdown here uh, for each individual zone. Um, as it goes through, once zone one finishes, it gives you a, a check mark, uh, so you know you've you've watered that, and then uh, you can you know onto zone two, zone three. Uh, another feature we added is also the the skip station button. Um, so on this screenshot, we're on zone one. We could hit skip station and go directly to zone two. So uh, that way, if I'm doing my walk and I decide, oh, that <laughs> I don't really have to worry about those potted plants today. Um, I, I can just skip that station and move on. Yep, so you can skip it or you set it for five minutes and you turn it on and somebody's broken all the heads along the sidewalk, you can go ahead and shut it off so you're not wasting five minutes of water. Um, you know, whatever reason it may be that you're not needing to sit there for that entire time, uh, we give you the option to, to move forward. Yeah, that's really good. So then we get into um, the newest version, which is the, the wet check. Um, this is actually uh, my preferred way uh, to, to run to run mobile when we are looking at it, uh, when we're doing inspections or anything else. Um, so again, we click in, we have our uh, list of controllers. So I'll click into the controller, and then it gives us uh, an option here. Um, you know, we list all the all the controllers um, up top. We have our duration. So I want to change it from five minutes, let's say, to one minute or fifteen minutes, whatever it may be. Uh, you can change that. Um, and then once you come back in here, uh, the nice thing is if you, whatever zone you wanted to start, so let's say we wanted to start uh, zone one, you just 
touch zone one right there. And then it sends the, the command out and it actually starts watering and it gives you the countdown right here. Uh, the really nice thing I like about this is we give you the, the next station um, so you can skip forward. Um, but the other nice thing is, is you can come in and you could touch any station name or box that's on here and, and go to that next station. So in this example, if I wanted to go to zone two, I could just touch zone two and now all of a sudden it sends the command to stop watering zone one, start watering on zone two, and uh, it'll, it'll turn on. So you can go from zone one to eight uh, without having to hit next station continuously going forward. What a time saver, right? Because uh, I, I know a lot of times in the past I've stood and waited, right? Or walked slower, but now I can just advance and click through as, uh, as fast as I need to. Yep, and uh, again, you know, with it being, uh, cellular, there is about, I'd say a 15 to 20 second delay on average. Again, your, your cell phone coverage is going to, to affect that. Um, but you know, it, if you're waiting even 30 seconds, it, it's better than having to wait for the, the next three minutes of that zone to run through. Yeah. And then with this wet check too, I'm not limited by, for instance, eight zones. I can do as many as I want then. Correct. Yes. And, you know, we were talking about, about labor earlier. You know, you could have, you know, two guys running through the, the site, one throwing flags and one making notes and be done in no time, or one person could do it all because it's all right there. That's great. So we come back here um, into our, our dashboard, if you will. Um, the next one down the list is schedule adjustments. Uh, I think this one's really important, you know, when we're looking at, at spring startup, because it gives us you know, really what's programmed on the controller currently. Um, is it what we set just last week when we were getting ready for the season or is it still left over from last year? Uh, really gives us a good, good example of, of what we're looking at. So once you click in, um, you know, you can see that you have a standard frequency, standard duration. Um, zone three, it's plus 22% duration. So it's gonna, it's gonna water longer, uh, you know, so 20, it's gonna put down basically 22% more water uh, than, than what we would generally calculate. Uh, so I think this is a really good just kind of overview look of where you're at. Uh, so you have a good idea, uh, you know, you know, maybe this 22%, maybe it was there because you had an issue last fall, but it never got taken down. You, you know, you probably don't want to start the season uh, increasing the water uh, if you don't necessarily need to. So I think it's a really good just, just snapshot view as you're walking through the site. Uh, really trying to get an idea of, of what's going on and, you know, really what you're looking forward to for this this next year. Yeah, that's interesting, uh, DJ, because, um, you know, certainly uh, we do our best when we set our zones up to get the right duration and frequency. Uh, well, we actually just set it up for the duration. The software figures out the frequency based on the weather, but uh, we, we do our best to do that. And uh, it's great that you have an option to make adjustments in the field on your phone so you don't have to remember for the next time you sit in front of your uh, desktop. Correct, yeah. Um, so actually click into the next slide here and that this is where you actually make your changes. So we have this slide bar that you can move back and forth, uh, really gets you, uh, it gives you the ability to, to make changes, you know, right there in the field. Um, I, I will say that if you're trying to increase it just 5%, uh, this may not necessarily be the be the way to do it. Um, it is a little touchy, uh, but it, it is, you know, if you're 22% over and you're just trying to get it back uh, to the 100%, that's going to be a very easy 
quick quick adjustment right there in the field while you're while you're watching the zone run. So then the next thing uh, here is down at the bottom, we see history, adjust, and settings. So we clicked into the, the adjustment. So now we wanna look at the, the zone settings. So it now it gives us the, the information of, of how the zone's actually set up. Uh, it's, not the full set, it's not the full set of information uh, that you would see on the, the desktop version, um, but it does give you the most important information. Um, I think this is one of the uh, most important and, you know, maybe overlooked steps of a, a lot of uh, startups is, you know, guys aren't checking that zone one is actually turf grass on a spray head, you know, that it's not actually a rotor or an MP rotator that's watering out there, um, but that the, this information is, is actually correct. Um, because if you're, if you're not giving us the correct type of, of irrigation method or the incorrect type of plant material, you know, we're not able to, to create the schedule um, and, and optimize and give you, give you the right amount of water out for your landscape. And I love having the, uh, the illustrations too. It helps so much, right? To, that puts us all on the same uh, definition of what, what we're looking at uh, very easily when you see that illustration. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it could be much more, more complicated, but, you know, again, this is just for a, a quick reference and, you know, a really quick you know, high overview change uh, that, you know, is really what this, this section is designed for. So then we jump over from settings and we go over to this history. Um, so this is a, this piece can give you some, some really good information. Um, you can see the last time that, that this specific zone watered. If you remember when we looked at the controller status, we could see the last time the controller watered but now we can see this on a zone by zone basis of when it, uh, when it last watered and then we give you the next expected watering. So not only do we give you the date, but we also give you the time that it's, that it's expected to run um, as of the last hour's weather update. Um, on here, you can actually see that, you know, you can water, water now. So you, you could turn it on and start watering that zone um, as you're looking at the history here. Uh, the other great thing about the this history uh, section is up here we have this little flag. Um, so if you actually tap that flag, it turns it red, and it also pops up a text box right here. So you can you know type in there as I did here, broken head along the sidewalk, uh, change the name of the zone to next to backflow. You know you could really uh, you know use this for a, a number of different things. Um, you know so as you're walking and you're you're making your notes. You can do it right there on your phone instead of having to carry your notebook and your phone um, as you're going through. So, you, and, and then there is a very easy, quick way to to come back and see this as well. Yeah, uh, DJ, I call that the uh, sleep enhancer, right? Because uh, typically I don't write it down, and then in the middle of the night I remember, oh yeah, I was supposed to fix this. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that that's peace of mind right there. That's so valuable. Definitely. And the really nice thing that I like about this is when you go back to your dashboard or next time you log into your dashboard, if you look now flag zones, we have a zone, we have a, a count of one right here. Uh, um, so every time you flag a zone, it drops it into this, this category. Um, so now, you know, if you're not doing the repairs, you're, you know, you have another technician coming behind you changing all the heads, he logs in all of your notes are now here for him to look at. Um, so we can, if we click on this, this zone one, it takes us right back into the history so we can see the, the notes, 
Um, you can delete the notes, you can unflag it. Um, really, you can do whatever you need to uh, from here, you know, as, as you're moving forward, um, you know, really just, just making sure that everything's taken care of. So I can unflag it because I fixed it. I can add the note fixed March 25th and move, move on. And then I have the history of the fix. Yep. It's not flagged anymore. That's so great. And then next time you you flag it and this text box pops back up, it'll show your your previous note. Um, so you know that that it was done. Um, or you can delete it, you know, however, you know, everyone manages it. You know, everyone's a little bit differently on you know what information they want to have. Yeah. And so then too, if it was a broken pipe or a broken head or something, I where's at least it's there. So I say, oh, I better take an extra look at that. Nope, exactly. So then there, there's one more section I really wanted to cover here, Richard, um, and that's going to be the, the suspensions. Uh, you know, going back to, to startups, you know, as I mentioned in the beginning, a lot of guys are getting ready to start up, but they're going to shut the system back down um, very quickly due to either weather or, you know, we just flat out don't want to start watering this early. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll unsuspend the controllers and then we'll resuspend them, um, you know, as we're going. Uh, so obviously you have to pick your controller and then we, we hop in and, you know, this, this specific controller has a, a suspension already scheduled for April 5th through April 8th. Um, you know, I, I don't need that right now. Um, I, I need to actually resuspend it today. So that way I can, you know, stop the water from going. So I can just go ahead and simply remove that suspension there. Uh, you're going to see this pop-up come up where it's, it's telling you that it, it's going to, the suspension will start the next time the controller communicates, um, do we need to start it now or is it okay to wait till the next time? So you can either hit no or send um, and then we'll, we'll do whichever one you want to. As we go to the next, we can tap our suspension dates and we can quickly from the counter, we can choose when we start and when we end. Um, so we can go back through, you hit save and now all of a sudden we are back on, and on a suspension um, from technically yesterday when the screenshot was taken through the end of the month. Um, and then, you know, April 1st, we can reevaluate and kind of see what we want to do moving forward. That's really helpful. Uh, and then it will just assume when it comes back on the suspension that you're starting at, um, at uh, full saturation point and it'll start counting down uh, the, the ET and then water appropriately. Correct. So you can do one of two things here. So um, you can see this uh, this button here. Assume stations are fully saturated. So you, you can definitely select that. Um, or if you if you don't uh, check that, then we are actually going to continue to count the the depletion day by day as the suspension goes. Um, so if you're having to shut it down in the the middle of summer, um, I always use the example. It used to happen to me as a contractor all the time. It's Friday night, you sit down to dinner with your wife, and all of a sudden your phone rings because the property manager forgot to tell you that they're having a barbecue this weekend. Um, so instead of having to run out and shut it down, you can do it right from your phone. Um, but in the middle of the summer, you're going to want to make sure that, that we are calculating that depletion. So when it comes back on Sunday night, we are actually turning on and we are watering the zones um, since we, we technically have lost a couple of days of, of irrigation. That's a great point, right? That you, you can do that and uh, uh, very valuable. Uh, and then, yeah, a great example of Murphy's Law of Landscaping. <laughs> it's the way it always goes. So 
Well, listen, DJ, you did a fantastic job as usual today. I really appreciate all this information. Can't wait to go do my spring startup. And as I mentioned, I didn't have a shut off, but I'll be doing this tomorrow on my Saturday for my system. That's for sure, because certainly see the value. I wanna thank everybody who joined us today. Uh, we appreciate uh, uh, and value your time. So we're, we're happy that you chose to spend it with us. Uh, remember, you can see all our trainings at janesusa.com forward slash trainings. Uh, and we're also wherever you listen to your favorite uh, podcast, you can find us there. Uh, DJ, any last thoughts for, uh, for everybody? Enjoy your season and good luck. Let's make it, let's make it a good one. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, listen, thanks, everybody. And uh, we'll be back on uh, Wednesday next week. We're going to be talking about something called nano bubbles and uh, how they make your water cleaner and how you might be able to use those for uh, water management. So thanks. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Thanks, thanks again.